0: you're listening to no all right go ahead all right everybody i hope you've got your listening pants on because once again it's tuesday night that means four idiots talking about stupid stuff coming to your eardrums to give you auditory cancer that's right i am alec ransom and i am captain of the shit ship enterprise and we are sailing straight into your house we got lots of topics to go over tonight. Sit back, get a beer, turn your vibrator on, and strap on for a shit bag of a show. We got lots of Royal Rumble talk, lots of drug talk, lots of uh, getting fired, getting injured, getting terrible talk. But damn it all, if the highlight of the Royal Rumble wasn't the fact that both Edge and Beth Phoenix were in the final three for each of their consecutive Rumbles. Charlotte Flair gets the win Brock Lobster Lasting for days And let's not forget my favorite Absolute best part Of the 2020 Royal Rumble Which is why I was most Sports entertained No Sasha Banks Here
1: comes the intro You're listening to The Pittsburgh Piledriver What the hell is that Podcast (laughs)
0: <laughs> Alright, everybody you're listening to the P3 interrupting cast, and we're kicking it off. Shit side up today. We got a lot of shit to talk about. We got a lot of wrestling to do. We got a lot of and blogging hawkins. I'm Alec Ransom, captain of the Starship Bullshit. We're flying at warp speed with Beef the Legend, Poot the Bard, Tiger Barm Torm, Bork Laser, Lobster and Up the Ring. What did you guys think of the Rumble?
1: Uh, I say we start with with our uh, with one of our lovely sponsors, and now reigning solo, reigning, could, defending, could just undisputed. It was good.
2: <laughs> well, thank you, Poot. <laughs> well,
1: I, I Don't, Don't talk I, him up. I didn't. Up. That's why I cut it off, and I was like, oh, no, the Rumble. Yeah, the Rumble was good. He's default champion. Default. Default. He'll default. be in there, there
0: for a cup of coffee. Default. He got lucky that he picked the one match different than everybody else on our hashtag ScrewBeef2020 episode.
2: <laughs> I can't help He'll you. We're come all dumb
0: enough to close. He'll come nowhere close to coming near or breaking the longest reigning, defending, undisputed weight champion in the P3 podcast. That is my client,
2: Poot the Bard. I'm surprised that you are so able to speak so eloquently with dicks, with uh, you know, Poots' dick that far down your throat.
0: It's small. That would have been, that would have been a more impressive insult if you were didn't flub it the first time.
2: Hey! I mean, beef's, rub, beef's rubbing off on me. What can I say?
0: Oh, don't drag him into this. Don't drag that handsome mustached man into this. Don't you do it?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the cast so- against the champ. It is. That's, that's hey, one champ. whatever. Sexy
0: seared hunk of beef and I will not have you
3: disperch disperch Bismurch his good name. Disperch besmirch. What is it with you two and the word disperch tonight? I don't <laughs> I don't know, man. That's that's crazy talk. Well, let's let's uh, say,
2: let's uh let's get the shit show going. We got a lot to talk about like shit show. Said, so.
3: Yeah, so thanks Casual Gaming Dad, thanks Sean Tissler and IWC Clearfoot and IWC in general. Let's hit the road. Let's go. Uh, you know what? Hey, did you guys the... know that Charlotte Charlotte uh, Flair won the Women's Royal Rumble?
2: She did. She did, did and, it? and it was yeah. amazing.
1: Charlotte Flair. The right person won, too, guys. She was so deserving. They booked that better
0: than any other booking in the past 20 years of WWE. They nailed
1: it on the head. Champ, Has be- Charlotte Champ Ad- Flair deserved this. Champ, advocate me. Let's give her a round of applause.
2: Yes. Hey, uh, be, what has beat had beef? a heart attack yet? I think he the has. only The
1: only way his
0: heart's gonna give out is when he realizes that the right woman won that rumble. No one is more deserving, more talented, or more over than Charlotte Flair. Woo!
3: Those Whoa. are all despondent lies that you're lining your fucking highway to hell with, man. That's <laughs> the most <laughs> terrible thing you've probably said to me in years. Uh, <laughs> wow,
1: that's saying something too.
3: Well, oh, and, and here's the here's, thing, here's the, the thing. fuck of it all. Here, here here's it's here's the, the fuck of it all. The you, you're not wrong. The fucking rumble was booked like damn near perfectly until damn the, near. oh, I just I mean I don't get it. If you guys understand the appeal of Charlotte Flair to me, I I am open for business for under trying to understand, but man, I was of her last name. I, I don't get it.
2: Well, I mean, ask Andrade. It must be all that weed he's smoking or whatever he mm-hmm. popped for.
1: Uh, we'll we'll get told. We'll get told. Andrade. Andrade. Don't understand how you don't get. It. I don't understand how
3: you don't get it. She's the best. You 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 know why Andrade's with her because he's a smart motherfucker. Andrade before Charlotte Flair. Was wasting away on the, in the on the main roster, getting nowhere fast. Andre, after Charlotte Flair is <laughs> United States champion, has been suspended <laughs> for thirty days without relinquishing the title. I mean, he's well, a smart dude. So, he's 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 the next
1: fucking Paul Levesque. So let me. Ask, so are you saying he's the Mexican Triple H? wow <laughs> you're saying oh my look, I, look that was hot jo- joking aside you wow you really that tickled you didn't it? oh that was that was that was that was that was perfect food that was that's perfect a, hard, hard for that one so, that's a new
2: crayon color tickled beef oh, d-
1: <laughs> it's mixture of pink and brown uh, oh, that's ugly. <laughs> all right so oh, oh, just call him the shocker <laughs> oh, okay let's
2: okay wow all right good night everyone I thought, I thought that sort of joke would have been right up my alley thank you ransom sexual chocolate baby Ooh. that's what you
1: oh it's a, oh that's what they should call it instead a mixture of brown and pink sexual chocolate the uh, uh, all right every so, time no, you but, say
2: sexual chocolate you have to follow it up with the
1: okay a new rule new podcast rule Yes. So every time you say sexual chocolate, oh, oh. Uh, oh poor Mark Henry. Poor Mark <laughs> Henry uh, He loved it, dude. If you watched uh watched his um his thing he had on the the network, his uh, yeah. chron, not chron, was it chronicles or was it just legends, Mark Henry or something like some, that? He yeah, loved that. that. He ate that shit up. He thought it was so much fun. Oh yeah.
3: Fucking everybody's everybody's got a thing on the network now. Fucking Brooklyn Brawlers coming out next week, then Bastion oh, Booger dicks. the week after that. My Bash God. Everybody Everybody's got a fucking story now. Get out
2: You're of here, Booger. Mm. fucking Booger has one coming out. Oh fuck! Wow. Anyway,
3: Tom, I'm Tom. So... I'm 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 being facetious. I'm, I'm I'm just saying that not everybody deserves a fucking WWE Chronicle or hey, backstory I
2: story or dude. I don't know because nothing would surprise me anymore. I mean, you never what? fucking know. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, Anyway,
0: who's
1: definitely, definitely gonna... already got one though. Charlotte Flair.
2: Yo. Yeah.
1: Woo. Woo. Anyway. Right. So no, but back to it. Like Charlotte. Like it. it we we when Baszler came out at thirty, I was like, This is it. She's gonna eliminate Charlotte. It's gonna be this magical moment. It's gonna be great. But then as things dwindled down, I was just like, damn it. I knew. It was one of those things where you you saw the finish line and it was it was just lined with people to beat you with like oversized carp. Like you're just like, Oh, this is gonna stink and hurt. Like <laughs> I still can, think
0: Beth Phoenix should have won.
2: Dude, Beth no. Phoenix was the fucking yeah. MVP of that Rumble, besides Bianca Belair. Like, yeah, Beth those Fe- two stole the damn show. They absolutely uh, did. Absolutely, they don't did.
0: do shit what you think, beef. She got her head busted wide open, bled damn near the majority of the time she was in that Rumble, and she didn't miss a freaking beat.
4: Here's that-
3: my takeaway from it, that Beth Phoenix still has, and I would much rather see Beth Phoenix in the ring than in commentary, because I think on commentary... She has a lot of work to do but in the ring she is still a solid natural so i would oh. much rather prefer to see her in the ring than and, and i'm not saying she didn't deserve it because again you know i think uh, a, a, a body of work speaks solid. better than like you know what what you're doing now but uh you know i here, here's the thing man like yes bianca belair really fucking stood out to everybody she was in there for like 30 minutes She had eight eliminations Shayna Baszler, and my God, I cannot believe that I'm like champion Shayna Baszler now. I I don't know where the fuck we've come in the last she's year. She's solid, but she's, she's absolutely is. solid. I, I would I would go a far uh, a step further and call her the most dynamic woman on the roster right now. She has the 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 best in ring skills. She has the best character in my mind, and she has some pretty good promo too. T- 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 um, and she gets like real heat. So yeah. But but, but all that all, all that notwithstanding, she's in the ring for like what uh, five maybe maybe five minutes and has as many eliminations as Bianca Belair. Which by the way, both of them with eight eliminations tie or is is now the 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 uh, the Royal Rumble record. I know that it's you know the Women's Royal Rumble is new, but still for them both to have eight eliminations in the same Rumble, two NXT girls is is a big fucking deal to me. You yeah I well I agree and.
1: It, 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 this year I, I was man well number one I was sick as fuck so first of all mm. let me apologize to you guys for not making it down to Pittsburgh this weekend I uh, dude I, I'm not going to go long winded story into it but like we'll put it this way when I went into Friday in the morning I was editing and I was so out of it and so like vertigo dizzy and stuff I fell out of my chair
2: oh yeah <laughs> Wow. Wow. That's a good advocate.
1: (laughs) Sorry. Jesus. (laughs) I love how, like, no one's, like, also laughing with him and being like, oh, okay, this is funny. Everyone's like, dude, Poot was so sick that he couldn't sit. Like...
2: (laughs) If I said nothing, it's only because... Because I never hear Ransom get this worked up. Dude, and it's his- you, know, you
1: know something is really funny to him when he goes full goofy. Yo,
2: yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, i can just picture,
1: hoi. I could just picture food
0: in the chair just typey, 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 mixy, 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 edit, edit. Oh, and then
1: just falls. Okay, now that's ready. Right. Okay, it's fucking funny. Dude, you want to know the scary part? That's Ooh. not far off how it happened. Like, <laughs> I, I was... Wow. Si- I, I was sitting there
2: we, I was where, sitting
1: there wow. and I was so, trying I was trying to focus and going I can muscle through this I can muscle through oh this gosh. and I was focused so hard that I like like I had a fever of like a hundred and one point two like and and I was focused focused focused, and I literally like things kinda went fuzzy and I was on the floor. <laughs> Oof. I think I can. I think I, think I can, can. I think I can crash. De- Dude. In there. Anyway, it. Uh, but anyway, I oh. couldn't make it down. So like, I was going into this going like, <clears throat> I'm pissed off. I don't get my Brumble weekend. I'm fucking. I'm sitting here at home and I'm still a little sick. <laughs> And I was ready for the rumble to be just like a pile of shit. To be like, all right, good, good, worst rumble in 25 years. Fuck, like you know, I was like, but it turned out it was the whole thing was great.
2: Yeah, I have but,
0: to say overall, I was very sports entertained. Yeah,
2: yes, I, I, I definitely agree. And I got and I got to say uh, the as far as um, Take a one shot. of the matches that stood out for me. What's that? <laughs> 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 Nothing. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's okay. Go ahead.
1: Oh, uh, Ransom's all tickled. <laughs>
2: um, no. One of the matches that stood out for me was the Bray Wyatt match. I think they did it really well with the strap match. Um, and and I was glad to see that they didn't have the red light on because if they did, uh, oh. really wouldn't you really would not have gotten to see the the carnage that was Daniel Bryan's body after taking all those uh, lashings and everything. So and and the oh. and the match was the match was really well done. Um, just, you know, the, the psychology of it, and everything, it was really well done. I, I especially loved at the end, whenever he just like Bray Wyatt comes up and, uh, you know, Daniel Bryan turns kind of like slowly turns around realizing like, ah, shit. And then he grabs the strap and just starts beating him with it. And Bray just no sells it. Like not today, junior. So, well, that's I, I thank was...
0: God they didn't do that red light.
3: That red light is well, stupid. And, and, yeah. the, Tom, and that's the theory a, is that's a, go One ahead. Second, no, I, I, I was gonna say I, I, I had a grand awakening moment. That's the exact reason they didn't do the red the, light for this match. I, I bet you it's back this time, the next time. Well, that just no. so you can see Brian's wealth on his body. Well, and that's the not. thing
1: I was gonna say is that's the th- the working theory is that it's not like okay, this was a bad decision. <laughs> we need to throw it away. It was that they wanted to see that it would take away from the the strap match. And so they took it away and it's going to be back. Like everyone's like immediately, like, yeah, they're not going to make a good decision. This is WWE we're talking about. Like, (laughs) you know, they're just going to, they're going to like, everyone's like, great, that's gone. You get to see the detail of the Fiend's mask. You get to see, you can even see like his eyes. You can see Bray Wyatt is so good at conveying that character and emotion with just his eyes.
2: How about like, how about whenever they first went to the outside and um, and somebody in the crowd was like, "Yeah, we wow!" and he just turns and snaps his head real quick at him, he, like, and he grunted.
1: Yeah. He was like, "Ah, yeah, like,
2: yeah. yeah, it
3: was so it good. Was, that was great." Uh, I really I dug mean, that. We've we've never debated the fs effic- the, the efficacy of the fiend. It's always you know the stupid red light or how you know how badly they're going to blow the. The dismount on it because we know it's coming you know it's 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 wrestlemania where every good boy gets over so oh, wow. um you know it, it's it's <laughs> it's coming and and it's and, and it's coming fast so i mean this, this you is know, pirate rumble it,
1: beef pirates are bad <sighs> guys pirates win
3: well we'll see uh i guarantee roman reigns has like an eye patch and comes on a fucking like uh, stupid like macy's day float like pirate ship and uh, uh, Wow. Hey, the cannons I don't know listen
0: I want to say one thing about the fiend I want to say one thing about him and I know a lot of people because I've I've read the stupid interweb things <laughs> and even we've done it too And well I can't speak for the three of you I know I've done it I've compared him a lot to the undertaker but <sighs> the thing that I dislike so much about the fiend is not that I, I don't expect them nor do I want them to make him the next undertaker he should be his own complete entity, which, yes, that's fine. But the thing that, uh, that is going to ruin the Fiend that they never seem to ruin with the Undertaker are his losses. When the Undertaker lost, especially when the Undertaker lost titles, it always seemed to make sense. It never seemed to make him look weak. It always seemed to make the other person look strong. So on the one hand while the Victor of the, of the over the whoever went over on the Undertaker they always looked strong without making the Undertaker look weak and they're not doing that with the Fiend. When the Fiend loses he he looks weaker than the strength of the person that's going over him. Does that
2: does that make sense of what I'm saying? It does, but it but if you think about it at least on on pay-per-views and stuff like that cuz that's the only time we've gotten actual matches from him we haven't gotten it on a weekly show he's only had that one he well he didn't even really have a loss per se it was just a it was a you know referee's stoppage of the match stoppage right so so that was a hokey
0: that was a hokey finish anyway like that didn't make any sense
2: it was but here's the thing he he technically has not lost yet if you if you really think about it house shows that's something different because house shows are house shows hold on But
3: here's the thing Hold with on. Ransom thinking that he has all these losses and, and how and how he's looking, what does that tell you about the character and what they're doing with it?
2: Eh, I get that. That's that's a valid point. But, you know, I, I I agree with you, Ransom, that, yeah, he needs to be his own thing. And, I mean, just remember with wins and losses, like, even though Daniel Bryan lost, Daniel Bryan looks strong as fuck coming out of that match afterwards. So it's not always about whether you go over. It's about getting over. You know what I mean?
1: Oh, oh, yeah yeah but but the the thing is like like he said, it's it's the the impetus of the undertaker like there was purpose in his losses, and the undertaker could continue on and still be loved and still be treasured, like literally treasured by the fans to even to this day, for God's sake but here's here's the problem. people didn't give up on the undertaker on his first loss. You know, that should have been my question. When was Undertaker's first loss? But, like, if you look, his first
3: loss. To Hogan. When, but, when, when he lost the title back to Hogan at uh, Tuesday in Texas, I think. But that's the thing is right there. He lost to Hogan.
1: No one expected otherwise. It would have been a huge deal if he would have beaten Hogan again. Again hogan beat him no one was surprised because they're like well hogan always wins and so the undertaker didn't look weak it's like well a million people have fallen in the wake of the hulkster brother so like it <laughs> it's like
2: sexual chocolate <laughs>
1: Oh. Oh. so but brother that, br- brother brother
4: but like
2: <laughs> brother
1: brother one of my favorite memes recently is the one that says hulk hogan devastated after 23 and me reveals he's not everyone's brother <laughs> I, <laughs> love that. Oh. I love that um, the so best. but but my point with this is bray wyatt and the fiend character is not that way his first loss is going to shatter the facade of this character even if they they would have to thread the smallest, thinnest needle hole in the world to make him come out of that still looking like a threat and an issue and a problem. They they can't do that. His first loss is going to be cataclysmic for that character.
2: I, I don't I disagree may. with that. I don't disagree with that. You, you probably are right just because I, I would say – yeah, the the way the way his character is, but that's uh, unfortunately like you're not gonna. I don't know, you're not you're not gonna have necessarily that same lightning in the bottle that you had with Undertaker. That's you know he's he's a once in a lifetime treasure. So I mean, but if um, I but, may, yeah, go ahead, beef.
3: Here's something to think about and to chew on. Like we are all up in doom and gloom right now because of what's going to happen, because we know that Roman Reigns is going to beat the fiend. If the internet existed back in, like, 91, 92, whenever that whole uh, went down with Taker and Hogan and, H- and Hogan won the title, um, I think that you would have had the same, like, doom and gloom clouds everywhere. It would, everyone would, would have been like, oh, my God, they're going to ruin this Taker guy by having Hogan squash him, and, and, it, and it's actually going to ruin his career. So, I mean, yes, perception is reality, for sure. And and like I said, I, I think the reality, the perception is that, like like Ransom noted, that we all feel like he's in this, like, fiber, or I'm not fiberglass, I'm the uh, Fabergé egg, you know? Like, the, the minute that he's mishandled, it, it, it's just gonna, like, crack and destroy, and that's the end of Bray Wyatt. Uh, Bray Wyatt has proven nothing, if not resilient, man. He is outstanding at what he does and he has noted that he has a, a modicum at least of, of creative control over this character so while yes i think the ultimate end goal or the, the ultimate end is is the same that i think a reigns gets the victory i think that it's 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 going to be kind of a pyrrhic victory if you will because i think that somehow the fiend is going to retain some sort of like I don't know. Uh, for for example, when 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 Taker lost to Yokozuna, you know, every heel in the fucking um, locker room put him in the casket, and they rolled the casket down the aisle, and then like the smoke started billowing out, and he showed up on the uh, the, the the Titan board, and um, he uh, he rose from the Titan board, and all you know that that whole thing like it, it showed that the Undertaker's power was greater than ever. You know, I I think they'd be smart to do the same thing with the Fiend. Like, have Reigns lay him out, like, completely lay him out. And then, like, you know, boom, he's gone. He just fucking disappears, which is going to be tough to do in an open-air arena, just make him disappear. But I think it can be done. And and, and just, like, you know, ha- have him be gone for a minute. And, you know, I, I, you know something uh, magical, I think, would have to happen, I think. And it needs to happen.
2: Is it going to be Reigns? I mean, we all assume it's going to be, so, I mean... But then Who again, well, well, hold on. But then again, think about it. I mean, yes, that's the obvious choice, but the obvious choice to win the Royal Rumble was also Roman Reigns according to us and I'm sure everybody else, but then look what happened. Drew McIntyre won, which thank fucking god.
1: <laughs> I Ugh. you're not Tom, you're not wrong. Um and and we'll get to that because that was incredible. But Yeah. I I I just I think that unless they continue this, unless they continue this Daniel Bryan thing or there's, there's other stuff. I don't like, that's the thing. It's like the fiend, the fiends thing with Daniel Bryan, it might have like Daniel Bryan might just never get over and they're going to move on to someone else or they're going to have like a bell curve arc where it's like, okay, fiends done with Daniel Bryan. And then, You know, he'll go through a couple feuds, maybe a couple here and there. But once it gets to mania, they will like three weeks beforehand snap back to Daniel Bryan. And I think that it's going to be Daniel Bryan again. I think Daniel Bryan having his having another mania moment is is more feasible than hmm. at this moment than Roman Reigns, because Roman Reigns is literally just kind of like it's like, all right. So we're going to just give Reigns the title and then everything's going to go back to the way it was. People will rail against that so, so hard.
3: Well, yeah, but to Vince McMahon, Roman Reigns is that like 98 Toyota Corolla that you have in your garage that you put, you know, thousands upon thousands of dollars in. Like when you got it, it was a great car and you love that car. And and, and that car was going to just be the best thing in the world. And as you... As you've gone through the years, you've had to put more work into it, and now it's like you want to take it out to show it off because you're like, "Hey, this is my fucking car," but you're you're, you're so invested in it. But I mean, at the end of the day, it's probably still going to let you down because it's a '98 Toyota Corolla.
1: I don't think well, anybody's yeah. ever said that anything positive about a '98 Corolla. But go on.
2: <laughs> um, I, have to one one thing to uh, to Beef's point. Um, I think it was beef to say, but in any case, regardless, like if Daniel Bryan is the one to beat the Fiend at, at Mania, um, I think, you know, it, it's a win-win situation, honestly, like the crowds behind Daniel Bryan, but the, the marks, the, the smart marks, I should say are, you know, more so behind the Fiend. And if it is Roman Reigns that goes and beats the Fiend, if he, if Roman's the, f- the one that hands the Fiend his first loss then maybe it won't be as as a uh, devastating thing because the fact that the crowd is so enamored with the enigma that is the fiend Bray Wyatt. I think that, you know, uh, like in typical fashion, when Roman finally, you know, would go over again, the crowd's just going to be like, ah, fuck this guy. But I will say to WWE's credit, they've done a good job at keeping Roman away from the title for how long now? They've done really, really good at that. So if he does end up gaining it at Mania... You know, I mean, he's been away from it from how long? I, like, we had to expect it was going to come sometime because how many other, how many other, you know, main event contenders are there that you could really see putting the title on Corbin? Eh, not so much. Maybe, but eh, I, he's he still got that little bit of a hump to get over to get over if if that makes sense. So I don't know. I mean, who else <laughs> but who else but Roman or Daniel Bryan at this point on SmackDown? Here's,
0: here's the thing with with roman at the at mania though there's not a chance in hell that he's not going to get booed out of the building if he beats the fiend so crowd reaction right there and again crowd reaction in vince mcmahon he could give you know two shits less most of the time i would say yeah but he, roman reigns is going to get shit on as soon as that hand comes down and counts to three it doesn't matter how many fireworks they set off after he wins that title it's going to be a sea of boos, and it's going to look bad, and it's going to sound bad. And e- even if they manage to mute the crowd, some of those boos are still going to get through. You're not going to have the the cheers that most faces get whenever they win the title at Mania. Roman's going to get booed because he's going to go over The Fiend. I think he would get booed if he went over most people. It's, but especially The Fiend. People are going to boo the heck out of Roman Reigns, and I just don't know that that's a smart decision to make. Whenever you are trying to build this guy as one of your top faces, he's winning the title at WrestleMania, and just boo, 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 boo. They better put that match on last because the fans will will turn on that pay per view.
2: <laughs> well, they'll have to put on the uh, they'll have to put on Brock Lesnar, Drew McIntyre yeah, last.
3: I think I think I think McIntyre and Lesnar gets the nod this year uh, so. with 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 good reason. Um, as far as who else, I mean, they. So here's the. I'm I'm trying not to say. Here's the thing, and and and, and, big... and it's bugging me. Here's the thing, uh, oh. with Daniel Bryan, they pulled his legs out from under him by giving him this 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 heel run, which I thought was wonderful. But I mean, it it, it really robbed him of a lot of steam that he had. Yeah. Uh, Kofi Kingston is now a mid card tag team champion again. So, uh, you know, uh, ever thus the dead beats Kofi. I mean, they have done a great job of really demolishing any upper card that they have. So much so that I think that even Corbin and Robin are like Robin. upper carders now. Robin, you heard me. Robin Baines. Robin. <laughs> Robin, Robin Baines. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, Robin. the the they they're they're literally in a corner where now they have to pull the trigger on Reigns. If they don't pull the trigger on Reigns. If not now, when? They have to decide how they're going to deal with it, how they're going to soldier through with it, and how they're going to, like, you know, get through it. Because they're going to have to get through it. Because Reigns is clearly, clearly in their plans. They have delayed their plans for the last probably four years between Rollins and Daniel Bryan and Kofi. But I I, I think we're out of options. It is, it is Reigns' time now. And we can just pray that Keith Lee comes up sooner than later and waylays him. But until then, uh, it's, it's, it's 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 big dog time. Why can't it still be the themes time though?
0: Has he really has he had the title that long to where it's like okay,
2: he's running his course, he's got to lose.
1: No, he really
2: hasn't. If you think about it, can't, it's been since can't it's been he go since
1: last fall. He can, but it, what's the 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 problem is in not only for the fans. Um, being very now, 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 change, change, change. What have you done for me lately? Oh. Be- because of the way WWE works now, it's almost like they fumble in the dark. You know what I mean? They're constantly trying to change things or do things or throw curveballs, and it muddies up everything. Like it, it really does. Like, and I'll be honest. Go, yeah, Putin. Sorry. They will. They'll. They'll just kind of give like they'll just like they'll try something and if it doesn't get over in a week or two they throw it away and they move on and the problem with us is we don't go well what about that thing what were you doing with that thing anymore we are so you know browbeaten by all this and kind of like okay well that's gone let's what's next we just kind of go like okay this won't last long so we don't get invested and it goes away anyway and the cycle perpetuates itself and i i know not not us because like, you know, I like to think we're we're pretty invested in like this is a cool thing. We always get excited. It's that 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 kind of childlike wonderment at wrestling. It's the thing in us that made us literally like pop when Edge came out. And like, I don't know about you guys. I'm not going to lie. Teared up a little bit anyway. But that's the thing is that it the cycle perpetuates itself. Cool things happen. We don't get invested because they're going to screw it up. It doesn't get over immediately, so they just throw it away.
3: Well, and with Brains, they've really done a disservice to themselves for not doing exactly what I suggested a few moments ago and not just putting their head down and soldiering through because now he's the guy that can never quite get there. He's the guy who has had the most second-place rumbles. He's the guy who has had the most almost. You know, if 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 they truly believe that Roman Reigns is going to be their guy, they need to say, you know what? Fuck the fans for a hot minute. Let's do this, and let's figure out a way to get it over. Or if not, do what they're doing with Seth Rollins and say, you know what? Let's embrace the hate. Figure uh, out. I, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I don't know that they'll ever do that with Roman, and, you know, the, the whole embrace the hate thing. But um, realistically, like having him almost win it and have that carrot pulled away every single time is making him like look like more and more of a bitch every single time it happens.
2: Here's, here's one, one last point I want to bring up with Reigns. Um, And, and then hopefully we can move on. But do you think it might be a matter of that? He said like a little while how, like within this last six months or so, I think, didn't he say something about that? He wasn't sure, you know, like, if he was still going to be doing this in a couple years or anything like that. So do you think that maybe like, even if it was something that they were suggesting, like, Hey, we want to put the title on you that if he said, no, I'm not the guy for it. I don't want it. Cause there are some guys in the company that in in past times have like basically refused the title. And I mean, it's, I'm, I'm sure it's few and far in between, but I have heard stories of it. So do you think that's even a possibility? As I don't think look. he's. I don't think he'd pass it up. Okay. Yeah, I was just. I was just curious because. Like, I think. You
1: know. I think he would. Number <clears> one, <throat> j- not just to be a contrarian, but because he's had his titles, he's won rumbles. He's, he's gonna have
2: a Hall of Fame career. He's, he
1: al- he already has a Hall of Fame career. Like he, I mean, mm-hmm. the stuff he's with won the a shield, rumble. he's uh, he's won a rumble and 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 again it's it's the whole perception of reality let me finish my point. my point is what like honestly (coughs) aside from another belt or chasing down cena or or whoever or getting that saying oh this is 12 time world champion like how they they're hammered away with edge he's an 11 time champion like aside from that what does he have left to prove? He's he's made millions. He's had a Hall of Fame career. He's getting along. He's beaten leukemia twice. Like, what does he have left to prove? I could see him going like, nah. Like, I could see him going, no, this is what's best because blank. I could see him going, now I can just play.
2: For for as much as we might shit all over Roman Reigns, the character, the the, the man behind the character... Seems all in all like a pretty stand up dude, and I mean, even whenever he had to leave from leukemia, um, you know this this last time around and stuff like that. I mean, so many people professed professed how how much of a locker room leader that he is and stuff like that. So I could see I could see him personally, I could see him doing that, but again, you know, who knows?
0: Even if he would, so let's say he is a good guy and all, and I don't have any reason to say that he's not. At the end of the day, though. I don't know that Roman Reigns has the stroke or the clout to say, "No, you know what? I don't. I don't think it's it's good for me to have the title, and I don't. I don't want it. And I don't think Vince. I don't think he has the stroke to where Vince would go. Yeah, you know what? You're right. We'll, we'll think of something else. I think I'm... Vince will say, "Nah, you're gonna get the title." And this is what I say. I, I think he
2: does have a little bit of stroke, though. I mean, yeah you know,
4: a little I, I, bit, but I don't I think, think
3: he has that much. Let me let me read to you his the his championship accomplishment in, in WWE. Uh, three-time World Heavyweight Champion, uh, well WWE Champion, uh, one-time Universal Champion, one-time Intercontinental Champion, one-time United States Championship, one-time one one-time, yeah, one-time United States Champion, and one-time Tag Team Champion, and he won the Royal Rumble once. Uh, I mean. I... To me, I don't even know that's a Hall of Fame career because, again, perception is the reality here. I don't think he's done all that much. (laughs) The Miz, to me, has a better resume than Roman Reigns. Rey Mysterio has a better resume than Roman Reigns. We think that Roman Reigns is this all-powerful dude because, like I said, the problem is, is that he's always there.
2: But here's he, but here's the thing with that beef. People have gotten into the Hall of Fame with way much less accomplished. I, look, look at Robbie Piper. I mean, and yeah, Miz has a wow. Miz. Look Miz at Drew. Has Harry. <laughs> Hey. Hey, I'm just saying. Miz and Miz has a better resume because Miz has been there a hell of a lot longer than Roman has. So, mm-hmm. just saying. But
3: I I, I I I I just feel like he The the reason like he, he is a negative beneficiary of the Cena effect. Because we had Cena shoved down our throats for 18, you know, 15, 20 years, we're all like, oh my God, we're so sick of this guy. Roman Reigns, a promising young upstart, is in the main event scene because, you know, he, he has the look, he has the skill, he's got some decent promo chops. Like, and he's, he, he's, he's tapped as the guy. He's pushed in our face for like five years, and we're like, "Oh my God, we're so sick of this guy!" Because of what happened the previous fifteen, um, I you know, better or worse, I don't I don't know all that, but but I think that, like I said, for as much as we hate Roman Reigns, and and and, and hate hate the strong word, but but for as much shit as we give Roman Reigns and 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 what they do with him, if if you look at that list of accolades, it's very 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 light for the kind of like disdain he has with the iwc so I, I don't know man but i i just i just think that i don't know i i i feel like now is the time and like i said they they, they just have to get through it with him they, they they just have to say okay we know this is gonna happen let's put on our big boy pants tread through the waters of shit and figure out a way to get this guy over i will well, no go ahead
2: oh i was i was about to segue that's all
1: okay segue um, away champ
2: well i was gonna say speaking of getting over Somebody that got over the most, I think, last night is uh, finally the one that was called the future. How many years ago, dude? Uh, Drew McIntyre.
1: I, I want to hear. I want to hear Ransom's take on this. Why well, I me? Mean, what? What? I, <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing again? Good. <laughs> good talk. No, I, you, know,
0: I know. I know. I know what we're doing. It's. Uh have i shit on drew mcintyre before
1: though no no no, no. no, no, no. i I, I just want to hear your take like i mean thinking about how he was back in the day like like literally like vince mcmahon handpicked they were rolling with it they were doing this whole thing and then like he just they dropped him and he went in into the ether of the (laughs) the indies and became this fucking monster of a man. does anybody else remember drew mcintyre being that fucking tall
3: when he's I wrote, he,
1: dude, he was such a little guy. There was nothing impressive about him other than he was from Scotland. Like, I, and when he f- did his first run, and he came back, and he's a nightmare. He looks like whenever you if you look up the the word in the dictionary testosterone, it just has a picture of Drew McIntyre and his smirk.
2: <laughs> I like that.
0: I remember Drew McIntyre as a member
1: of Three Man Band. But, yep. But again he came from the doldrums of that and brought it back around to now he's going to be main eventing Wrestlemania
0: doldrums perseverance plays off. Well, let me say this I think Drew McIntyre is a wonderful picture of maturity um, if you either read or listen to some of the interviews that he's given he admits that during his first run he let it go to his head he wasn't mature about it And he made bad decisions and he was, you know, maybe kind of cocky and arrogant about it, which is what ultimately led to the 3MB and then what ultimately led to his dismissal. And he did a lot of growing up. He did a lot of maturing. And when he came back, he acknowledged the mistakes he made of his past and he wants to press forward. I think Drew McIntyre is a shining example of somebody that you can look at and say, hey, you know what? When he first came in, uh, eh, you know he was given all the opportunities in the world and he squandered them away but he came back and you know made a, a hell of a good impression on a lot of people he worked very very hard he changed his attitude and i look at drew mcintyre and i listen to his promos that he gives and his in-ring work he looks and sounds like a main eventer I'm very happy that Drew McIntyre won the Royal Rumble. And I think if anybody could bring legitimacy, legitimacy, there it is, to beating (laughs) Brock Lesnar one-on-one, it's not swarmy Seth Rollins, because I still don't buy into that, but it's Drew McIntyre. I could see Drew McIntyre putting up a hell of a fight against Brock Lesnar and coming out on top without having to play dirty, without having to resort to low blows or interference. I think Drew McIntyre is one of those guys that can go over on Brock Lesnar at Mania in a clean one-two-three in the middle of the ring victory, and I think people would not only buy into it but they would applaud it.
2: I'll tell you. I'll I hope tell you he wins. Thing. I'll tell you one thing um, that, and um, I, I know we always, again, we always give uh, Bork Laser a whole lot of shit too. But I gotta say, he he did something to really help Drew McIntyre. Uh, and I don't know if you guys picked up on it or not. When he took that claymore and got eliminated outside, he didn't put his hands up. He took that claymore clean to the head because, and he sold the fuck out of it after yeah. he fell out too. Yeah, he did. So, so there, it's it. It bears it bears saying that Brock Lesnar, when when he. I don't want to say when he wants to, but for lack of better terms, when he wants to help put somebody over and he sees the money in it and, you know, is, and things work out right. Brock Lesnar will work fucking hard to, you know, sell it right and do things right for somebody. He, he definitely helped put drew over just in that small instance there. Cause he sold it and sold it afterwards, you know, the look on Heyman's face and everything. And then it just, you have your picturesque moment. Like, if nothing else, win, lose, or draw. Whenever they have their WrestleMania match, the thing that you're going to see going that's going to keep getting replayed on the way up to that Mania match is Drew just standing there in the ring, staring down at Brock like, "Now what, bitch?" That's do and <sighs> yeah. And here's here's
1: my my take on it. Like I said in the chat, McIntyre, like he is now the quintessential example of hard work paying off yep like he left a child cut his teeth really hard on the indies and came back i remember when he redebuted in nxt and he came out i literally like gasped when i saw him i was like well oh, jesus like looked like a different person he's a a, man such a man it's not even (laughs) it's not even that it's it's the fact that you look at him and you just go this you immediately knew he this time he was destined for greater things Mm -hmm. Uh, immediately and like (laughs) do you know the story of how the claymore kick came came about
2: I, I heard about it, but I forget. So I, I know I just heard about it recently.
1: The Claymore kick came about because when he was in three man band, and I can't remember who he was drop kicking, but he went to give a drop kick to someone and his leather pants were so tight that he couldn't get both feet up. So cool. he Claymore kicked him. <clears throat> and that's where the Claymore came from. Nice. Yeah. So like it happy accident, as they say. But digressing, this is It's not only something that is good and people are excited about and it's fresh, but it's also inspiring because you can see in his face after the rumble, you can see in his face on Monday when he came out and cut his promo and then subsequently buried the fucking club. But like Mm -hmm. his face, (laughs) you, you can see on his face he, he. You can see the appreciation, and the I'm so fortunate, and I feel it, and I've worked so hard, and now it's paying off. You can see it, and it's it. It makes you go, wow. He really gets it, and he oh, really yeah. appreciates what he's doing. I applaud Drew McIntyre. I applaud everything he's worked for, and how he, his everything, the look, his his work in the ring to tell a story, his in ring work. And how he's done to transform himself. And I am look fo- looking forward so much to WrestleMania to see what him and Brock Lesnar can do. Because when Brock is hyped about a match, he will go to the ends of the earth to make that match amazing.
2: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. A
1: couple things.
3: So um, I I find it ironic that, that, that Ransom notes about uh, about McIntyre not having to resort to low blows. But do we remember how Lesnar got eliminated? Anybody? Anybody yeah, it wasn't McIntyre promote. that did it. Uh, wasn't McIntyre low blow, low blow followed by the Claymore. I, I'm I'm just saying irony. I get anyway. you, I
2: get that because I brought it up and said it's it's funny how they did not include that on the uh the right. opening little uh package before the the main title of Monday Night Raw, which because if they included that, it doesn't make Drew look as right. strong. But again, yes, you are correct, technicality wise, Ransom. Yeah, it was it was Ricochet that did it because there's. You had to tie up that loose end. Ricochet gets his little bit of a dick kick, saying right. revenge. You know
3: what did what did, what did uh, Phillips keep screaming uh, when when whenever Becky beat Oscar? Uh, uh, debt debt paid or like receipt claimed oh. or something. Um, debt so, paid. That's huh? yeah. been paid. Yeah. So um, with with McIntyre, it, it's 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 funny that they're doing this this year because this is also the year of the redemption arc and the redemption story of Tetsuya Naito, a guy who was handed basically the promotion as a young buck and then had to leave, find success elsewhere, come back and look like a million bucks, and then finally get one over on the big on, on, on the dude who's basically been owning NJPW for the last five years in uh, Okada. So, um
2: Sorry, I gotta yes. I gotta interrupt and ask you real quick. Beef is Naito still uh, still have both two belts or no?
3: As far as I know, he's still the double champion. Yes, sir. Okay, thank you. Um, so um, this is this it's it's, it's uh, drawing a lot of parallels. Uh, so someone someone described it as very uh, Los e- uh, Ingo Bernabes of it, and uh, I, I I thought that was apropos. Um, I mean, there there's no denying that uh, you know McIntyre looks the part. He sounds the part. He he acts the part. Um, if, if he doesn't go over to Lesnar at Mania, it's it, it's a fucking crying shame. But you know, I I, I want to take a minute and and just talk about Brock Lesnar because uh, I, I've I've always been a very staunch Lesnar supporter. Um, even when things got um, very very thin, and you know, about two years ago, things were very very lean, very very thin. I, I've always said he's a hell of a worker when he wants to be. At the Royal Rumble, he, I think, had his best showing since he came back and beat John Cena with, like, 18 suplexes. I, I-, I think that was the best that Brock Lesnar has looked since his first run, because, yes, all right, he, he was fed a lot of uh, ham and eggers and threw a lot of people out. That's true, but it ultimately set up a story of, oh, my God, who's going to toss this guy? And and it made a fucking, you know, McIntyre became a made man at that point not only that but uh when keith lee came out uh you know that's that that really divided a lot of people because a lot of people wanted to see keith lee really do well and for him to come out and only be a, be a part of it for like four or five minutes really rubbed the people a lot of people the wrong way i look at it from the other side of the coin when lesnar came out when, when uh, keith lee came out Lesnar looked at him and said, "Who's this motherfucker? Who's this big boy? You know, kind of thing." Yeah, the okay. joy on his face, and he went, "Ooh, big boy!" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "Okay." He was like, "Okay, things are going to start." And like Keith Lee knocked Lesnar down a couple times. Keith Lee stood toe to toe with the most dominant WWE champion of the last, I don't know, long time, decade, and, okay. and, and 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 made yeah at least and and made a wonderful accounting of himself. Taking it to a legit badass, and it took Braun Strowman coming out distracting Keith Lee in order to get both of them, you know, taken out by a cheap, you know, throw up by Lesnar. So again, like that's Lesnar doing work, even though he's not losing and he didn't uh, get eliminated by Keith Lee or, or Strowman, he still put both of those guys over by making them look like gold by you know having to take the cheap way out. So you're um, seeing the what if. Know, you know, the what-if yeah, key yeah. for sure, you know,
2: there's, for sure. there's one other I'm... thing I wanted to say about McIntyre real quick, and I'll, <laughs> and I'll throw it over to you, Ransom. Um, the, the difference, uh, and, and this is a good segue because Ransom brought up Seth Rollins and it not being believable when Seth won the title off of Brock. I think people, I think it fizzled out more so because we just wanted to see the title off of Brock. Be- we didn't care who did it because we were just tired of Brock having the title and not being around. Now, whereas with McIntyre, it's we want to see McIntyre win. I think that's the key difference. There's more emotional investment, and that is the biggest thing when you're trying to get somebody over, regardless of who it is or how they do it, emotional investment. Go ahead, Ransom.
0: That's a very sound point as far as the title swap between Lesnar and Rollins and then the potential title swap between uh Lesnar and uh, and the Scott, I think it's a very sound point. Um, you know, uh, Beef, you're right. I don't often sing Brock Lesnar's praise, but I think it. I can't remember who it was um, a, a little bit ago that said. Uh, you know, Lesnar took the unprotected uh, Claymore kick. Lesnar, when he takes shots and when he takes bumps, he makes it look legit. I I honestly don't remember a time where Brock Lesnar would put his hands up for a shot. He takes it full bore, and when Lesnar gets hit, he makes the other guy look very impressive because he doesn't attempt to block it. He takes it head-on, and when he goes down, he goes down in a heap and makes it look pretty impressive. Um, Not only that, is Drew McIntyre, I think WWE did a very good service to him by, after he eliminated Brock, He was on those ropes, and he was just—he was just staring him down. You know, Brock was looking at him. Brock was jawing at him, and I think even Lesnar or um, McIntyre turned around and either, uh, you know, went at it with somebody or threw somebody else out, and then turned right back around and went right back to the ropes and stared at him a little bit more. I think they made a good showing of. um, Oh no, I just blanked on his name. What's his name? McIntyre. (laughs) yeah i think they made a good showing of him you know not being intimidated by brock lesnar and not just like all right they threw him out and now he's back onto something else he had his attention on brock lesnar for probably a good two to three minutes in a royal rumble that's pretty impressive to be able to take your eyes off the rest of the action and stare somebody down they they really did a good job of making him look strong and unintimidated by brock lesnar
2: yep um some unfortunate things because uh, there was uh, there was a lot of good about the rumble. Unfortunately, though, uh, yeah, uh, it seems like uh, AJ Styles got a shoulder injury. Whenever he got speared uh, by Edge, <sighs> he just landed awkwardly, which you know that well, sucks. I, I we don't know the extent of it yet.
1: I, I went back and I watched it. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Tom. No, go ahead. I That's went fine. back and I eyeballed it, and the the thing is. I don't think a lot of people I saw were immediately jumping on Edge, and oh my god, no! And, and now, and here's no. the thing: Styles, you you know you, you see those guys, Styles and his his ilk, <clears throat> take like clotheslines and stuff, and they do the the flip like the inside out, and they make it look like they really got you know hit by a bus. I think he was going for the. He was going for the backflip off of it, and thinking Edge was going to go through him, but Edge always hits and goes down. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like yeah. the down boom, and in this case, he went down, so Styles couldn't get full rotation. He landed on that shoulder, and by all accounts, it's a pretty nasty injury. Like, it's a pretty nasty separation. Because, like, separated shoulder, it seems like, is very black and white. Either you separate it, pop it back in, it's sore for, like, a couple, maybe a week or two, and you're good. Or you separate it and tear the fuck out of everything. You yeah. know what I mean? I think I think you're
0: right on that hit. That's exactly what it looked like there, Poot. It looked like he tried to do that flip out of it, but just, just couldn't make it. Because unlike a, a Goldberg or a Lesnar, when they spear you, they go through you. Edge always hits somebody and takes them down, and I I would say that it's probably the the most protective spear that anybody can give. Oh yeah, uh, the spear that Edge gives, and that's exactly what looked like happened is that Styles tried to flip it over and just just couldn't get there. I mean, it's I don't the, think I don't it, think that's Edge's fault at all.
1: No,
3: no, not all. It's the it's it's the Will Osprey effect, man. Like the hey, I have to do something to make this look dynamite because Styles knew the position he was in that Edge was coming back and that he wanted to make Edge look like amazing and i mean good on styles he's a veteran he gets that but i mean you know sometimes like you got to you got to rein those in man sometimes you just got to take the move for what it is um you know uh you, you you just got to be safe with it man I, I i don't i don't put it on either of the workers um i think i think styles was doing what he needed to do what what he wanted to do to really put to put an exclamation point on edge but yeah whenever whenever i saw aj get eliminated i thought i, I immediately thought that he like slipped off the rope because i'm like oh there's no way that edge was supposed to get rid of him because, right because of what they were doing with, with 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 orton and styles i'm like there's no way that 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 was an accident
2: now I got, I've got one other thing, uh, in regards to edge, uh, because my recording whenever I recorded Monday night raw cut off a little bit, um, actually cut off like right after Orton gave him the RKO. Um, I didn't see the, the concerto that happened. I'm really surprised that they allowed them. And I know, I know, I'm, I'm sure there's a way that, you know, how Orton did it. I'm watching the little clip on Instagram right now, actually, like, you know, it's, as safe as it could be, or as protected as it could be. I'm really surprised that they, they Vince and them allowed them to do a concerto. Um, And and I think Uh, I I was going to say the, um, I, I, somebody told me that um, you could, if you watch, like you could see Orton kind of asking him, like, are you sure you want me to do it? And Edge telling him, like, just do it, just do it, just do it. You know? Well, I
1: think, I think, and that's the thing they let them do that because number one, they're both veterans. They both know what they're getting into. They both have done that spot before. They both know how to keep it safe and make it look good. And also because they did that. And Randy Orton's character allows him the 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 luxury of getting in someone's ear, grabbing their head, and talking to them. Because like, it, it's like, oh, Randy Orton's saying some sick, sadistic bullshit to them but yeah. really he's like hey bud uh i love you and i want you to be safe are you sure you want to do this you know what i mean like yeah. it it's randy orton like and and i think he really meant what he said to edge on raw about like look you're the one who straightened my ass out and pulled I believe me up it. and out you know so like i i th- i'm i was a little surprised that they did it but i mean I think you—they wouldn't if it was anyone but Randy Orton or another veteran of of his his sort. They wouldn't. Have, they wouldn't have let that happen.
2: Yeah, I, I agree let, with that. It's it's a good point.
3: Let me be the guy who's going to stir the pot. So uh... I think that Vince has no problem with it for the same reason that he has no problem with Daniel Bryan doing his little head bumps. Um, because I think that guys like that, whenever Vince is like, you know what, you're done. And they're like, no, 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 I'm not. And I can prove it. And even though they get a doctor's clearance and everything, a part of Vince still goes, ah, you know what, you know what, I- I'm probably right. Uh, so if the choice is, you know, either me putting you out there and. You probably ending your career, or you going to a different promotion. Uh, I'm gonna let you go out there and, and and ruin your own career. Um, I'm, I, I'm trying not to be like you know, Mister uh, Fucking Drinking the Kool Aid here, but I mean, you know, it's for both Brian and Edge. Uh, and and I, and I know it's different injuries, um, similar but different. Um, they both were in talks with. Um, I think Brian was in talks with Ring of Honor, uh, New Japan, because AEW wasn't a thing at the time. And um, Edge was in talks with AEW before he came back. Uh, you know, high-level talks. And they, they basically said, hey, if you won't let me play ball in your yard, I'll go to another yard and play ball. And Vince was like, all right, well, okay. Uh, you know, if, if you're going to do it, you're going to do it. Uh, so good luck. And, and, and we're going to make sure you can do it. So good luck. And if you get hurt, hey, it's not my fault. Well, I mean,
1: the, uh, I mean, isn't it widely regarded that the 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 contracts regularly state, like, uh, you know, we don't we we're, we're not responsible for any injury or death.
2: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> to yeah, I was gonna say it had. To I'm extent. sure it has to to a certain degree. You had like obviously they know the risk they're taking. You know. Um, because any, I mean, look, same thing. Like we just said with Styles, you know, injuries can happen even on a move that's not some crazy, you know, super, super high risk spot fest move. But, um, so what? What else did we? Uh, what else did we want to get to? I'm like drawing a blank now. Because
1: um, I mean, I, I really think we covered. I mean, oh, we got to talk about Andre uh, Andrade suspension.
2: Oh, so we and touched AEW. on it.
1: But and yeah. AEW too. oh, and it, yeah, yeah the, and the, AEW. The, the,
3: the problem is is that we we sometimes get like very negative bend on things, and we like to talk about how badly Raw and SmackDown are doing. That I think that we really don't give AEW and NXT their credence and talk about how good and the good things that they are doing. Um, but yeah, before we get to that, let's talk about something negative with uh, with with Andrade. Um,
2: do do you we know what he, do we know what he uh, what he popped for?
3: No, they 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 have not said. Um, I, I haven't even seen speculation, so um, that's 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 not you know n- not out there yet. But uh, WWE. What was it? Formally... He, just, he got popped for the wellness policy. Is that what happened? Yep. 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 Drugs or steroids or something. Um, he he pissed hot, and uh, WWE formally announced today that he's out for thirty days, uh, which is pretty shitty uh, on the road to WrestleMania. But luckily, it's a big fucking long highway, so. They got time. Here's what I want to hear, want to hear from you guys. Uh, they knew about this yesterday, clearly because they wrote him off TV with that uh, um, DDT by Umberto. So, w- I-, I want to hear your opinions about Andrade walking out of, with with the title last I'd... night when uh, when 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 they had a very clear shot to give the title to Umberto.
2: I, I here's what I think that they could do or should do moving forward. They should have if they knew about this last night, they should have put it on Umberto. But if they weren't if if they really feel that Umberto's not ready for it, then I think what they should do now, now that Umberto's quote unquote taken him out, they should vacate the title and have an open tournament for it. There you go. Problem solved. Who?
1: I I think um it's I, I'm gonna take probably a little bit of a uh centrist opinion on this. Look, apparently um and I can't remember who it was. I think it was uh who was the guy who was uh make so and so great again. You remember they were doing that bit? Oh uh, Darren Young yeah Darren Young we back apparently them. I think it was Darren Young talked about um marijuana and, and uh marijuana products, THC products in the WWE uh, on a shoot interview, apparently he said this, um, and, uh, he said 90% of the roster uses some kind of, of THC or marijuana product. Like he said, b- because they're, they're hurt and they're, you know, to, to sleep and to deal with pain. And that's, that's not saying everyone's back there getting stoned. You know what I mean? It's, it's like using, using, um, uh, cannabis oil. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah the oil the THC oil and products and stuff like that so like you know they would they might piss hot you know what I mean depending on how rigorous WWE's um, testing is or how sensitive the testing is the thing is um with with his suspension it's his first offense he you know has been a good hand Taking the Charlotte Flair thing out of this, he's been very good. He's done everything they wanted, even when he first came in and he looked like a goddamn cartoon character. Mm. Like with the with the stupid hat and the feather and they tried to make him a face. And I'm still mad that they took the hood off him and he wasn't sombra. I understand that would have buried him even further. But just just saying, the sombra character was so good. But Andrade, once they made him a heel and they paired him with Selena Vega, he's been great, and he constantly puts on barn burner matches. He does. More often than not, every match that Andrade's in is good. And when he got that belt and carries that belt, he feels like a legitimate mid-card heel, like our mid-card champion. He, He does it well. The belt looks good on him. And I think if he could make his... If he could, if he could speak better English, kind of like how I'm doing right now, but like um, oh. <laughs> if he could, if he could cut a better promo in English and make it impassioned, he apparently was widely regarded on the indie scene as the best heel in the world. Like, I, not just in Mexico, but in the world, he was a really good heel, and let him do that. But he he can't, he doesn't have the 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 skills yet to do it. And I think he needs to put in some reps to make that happen. And I think that taking the belt off of him and, like, throwing the book at him, I think that's just sour grapes because everyone's there are people who are like, well, he's dating Charlotte. That's why he's getting treated. If he wasn't dating Charlotte, they'd take the belt off him and bury him and put him on 205 Live. But guilty <laughs> that like that's yeah. <laughs> the you, they're
2: probably not wrong though that's the no
1: they are wrong, wrong. Go on. they are wrong they are wrong not go no, on you are wrong because like
3: let me th- right, there right, have been i was i was, I was, I was going to let ransom get a word in edgewise but, but i have to fix this right now But before I have to no right now. but no two words two words mr
1: kennedy mr, mr. Kennedy, kennedy was is a, not a, was a, andrade alma's beef uh, he was better no, uh, he he was, a no, he had no, he character in the
3: ring, better in weight, better in, we, in ring work, and he was a master of the fucking promo. You are he was widely gross. regarded. You he are, was, he, was, he was widely regarded as the next Steve Austin until he un, until he had that, uh, that stupid like, uh, mail order drug thing that completely derailed his fucking career. The mail order drug thing was a bigger deal than you fucking remember.
1: Mm, that was okay. a bigger deal than you remember. This was not an isolated little incident of pissing hot because you might have had a little too much THC or smoked a joint or something. That was a bigger thing, and they needed, they needed a sacrificial lamb. So don't throw that in my face. Also, better in ring work, I'm sorry. Andrade's better in the ring. On the mic, you're right. No, very few people can touch Mr. Kennedy, or even be at his level, or even in the ballpark. I will give you that all day long. But do not throw that he is better in the ring than Almas. I will fight you all day long on that. Okay. My point is, people are 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 want him thrown on the pyre about this, and I think it's erroneous. Like it's his first offense. He has done nothing but everything they wanted and been really great in the ring how many times have during the the trudgery of a monday night raw has he had a match with buddy murphy or uh, ray mysterio or ray phoenix or whoever and My- brought the crowd up and got them chanting this is <coughs> awesome at a random match on a raw that's a rarity now
3: so I think, man, if you have a tape from Ray Phoenix with Andrade on RAW in the last couple of months, I, I would love to see it. Not but the past on. couple of months. Not the past couple of months, but it's been
1: within the last two, like, like year, year and a half. Not with Ray Phoenix, brother. It was either, um, not Ray Phoenix. Fe- oh, you, not Ray Phoenix. Callisto, um, Calisto. Thank you. I'm sorry. Okay. The the <laughs> masks. Very... The masks are very similar. Like, they are very similar. So give me give me a break there. Cali- with Callisto. Seriously, like. Like, think about that, really, before you just start <coughs> wanting to hang him up in the um, in the in the square.
3: I I, I haven't even take. said my piece, man. I'm, I'm 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 letting you get it out. What What do you think, Ransom? I, I I'd love to hear your opinion.
0: Now, Mr. Kennedy's a top shelf star that uh, we'll never uh, we'll never see again, and and that's a a damn cry and shame. I think he's better yep. than a lot of yep. other people on the roster. That notwithstanding. Um, I think with Andrade, I want to say that my belief is they, they probably didn't take the belt off of him. I'm assuming because of what he got popped for, I'm assuming it wasn't something that was that bad or else they would have taken the belt off of him. As far as for taking it off of him and putting it on, what's what's the guy's name? Umberto. Yeah, that guy. Mm. Um, if they don't have any longevity or long-term goals with him as the United States title or United States champion at this time, I think it would have been one of those, you know, blowing your knees out, knee-jerk reactions of, take it off of Andrade, put it on this guy, and then as soon as Andrade comes back, put it back on Andrade. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're going to do that, just let him keep the title while he's out for his suspension. If they have long-term plans with Andrade, it makes sense for them to work this injury angle, have him off TV for 30 days, and then come back and he's still the champion. Um, if, if the long-term goal is to keep him as United States
3: champion, that makes sense. Um, so it, it, it would not shock me if their ultimate goal is to have uh, Humberto take the title off of Andrade at WrestleMania that's kind of where I think this is going. WrestleMania pre-show, let's be clear. Yeah, well, maybe. <laughs> well, I mean, because, I mean, keep in mind, they, they have other titles that, that they can put. Well, actually, the Cruiserweight title is not really on the main roster anymore, but um, that's, I guess, something else we can talk about, too. But anyway, um, the uh, I, I, I am solely of the belief that he did not lose his championship because he's a flair. Um, I think that anybody else this happens to, with the exception of like your top 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 level stars, they lose the belt. Uh, whether they get it back or not in, in a matter of 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, whatever, is, 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 is neither here nor there. Um, we've seen guys lose titles, money in the bank contracts, number one contenderships, et cetera, to injury all the time. Uh, and to me, a suspension and an injury, kind of go hand-in-hand hand. They're, they're 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 different uh but i mean at, at the same time people expect to see champions on shows defending titles that's why everybody hates brock lesnar because he's never around he holds the title hostage um so so i think that him that that, that andrade being a flair in law really goes a long way to have him kind of fall softly that being said I don't know that I disagree with you guys. I I, I think it's probably the right move because, A, <clears throat> that damn United States title... <clears throat> oh my goodness, excuse me. That damn yeah. United States title has some fucking whiplash this year because it's been around Ray... N- not, not this year, obviously, but, like, you know, Ray, Joe, Ray, Styles, Andrade, you know, so, like, that's, like, in the last, like, six months. So... Uh, I, I I think some longevity for the United States title would not hurt it. Um, I, I I do believe that this is happening because he is of, because of who he's dating, but I don't know that that's necessarily a bad thing. Um, you know, if you can if you can fucking play the game, why the fuck not? You know. So um, I feel like you know. you're saying
0: if he wasn't if he wasn't a flair in law, they would have stripped him of that title or they would have made him lose it for his suspension. Is that what you're saying? I I do believe so. I, I agree you, with. So you. you're the whole, the sole reason that you accredit him to keeping that title during his suspension is because he's dating Charlotte.
3: That is correct.
1: I think wow. you are letting your hatred for Charlotte Flair cloud your fucking judgment on this one, cowboy. I really do.
3: <laughs> I mean, that's probably that's honestly that's probably not part of, or that that's probably part of it. But I mean, like I said, we saw, um, and 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 again, it's it's who you are and and, and your spot on the roster. You know, Randy Orton has had four wellness violations. You know, three is supposed to be three stakes and out. And Randy Orton is still fucking, you know, sauntering around like like God's gift of the fucking wrestling. And I mean, you know, God love Randy Orton. He's he's great at what he does. But, I mean, he's been through fucking four violations. Dude, apparently um, Randy Orton... Apparently, like,
1: the fine is $2,500. I think. For... A, like, now, this for is offense? hearsay. This is hearsay. For marijuana okay. violations. Apparently... It's a $2500 violation. And apparently what Randy Orton did to flex on this was they they got him for his third one and they, or not his third one. They got him like for it a couple times and he the last time he went, "Here's for this one and here's $25,000 for the next 10." Apparently wow. he so, did that. Now that's, that's not that's whole- not gospel. I'm just saying I read that somewhere.
3: That sounds like an orange thing. Um, But, like, during the whole, like, that the whole, like, mail order prescription thing, like, I think six or seven, like, big-name people went down. Booker T, that was his second offense, so he was out for 60 days. Batista was part of that, so he was out for 30 days. So, like, it, it has a lot to do with your place on the card, who you're friends with outside of the squared circle, because, let's be honest... If you're Batista, and A, you're, I mean, so I, honestly, I put probably, um, the the time frame's a little fuzzy, so Batista may have been a little bit higher than Mr. Kennedy at that point, but, like, they're pretty much even as far as, like, where they were um, skill-wise, but because uh, Triple H was a buddy with Batista, because they're workout buddies, you know, he was, you know, he, he, he served his time and had a rocket on his back as soon as he came back. Uh, whereas Mr. Kennedy never quite recovered from that, 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 the fucking thing. So, um, you know, I, I 100% politics, and, and we had this discussion, uh, probably about a month ago that politics and wrestling, man, they, they go hand in hand. It's all about who you know, who you are, and who you're with. So, you know, again, it, honestly, good for Andrade because I love his style, I love Andrade. how he works. I, Yes, uh, I almost I'm, I'm just going to call him fucking almost uh, good for him because he's he's a hell of a worker and, and I'm glad to see him get the success. Um, I don't know if he if, if he's marrying for love or if he's marrying to be a flair, but either way, it's working to his beneficiary.
1: I feel like you you think that like wrestlers are incapable of loving someone.
4: <laughs> like I, mean, I like I'm like, it's well you documented.
3: Under- you you jr it's, hey, it's well documented. How many of them are on their fourth or fifth marriage? That's, that's, um
1: that's fine beef, but like Hey,
2: listen, sometimes sometimes you know, you gotta make mistakes. I, I'd rather I'd rather be wrong nine hundred and ninety-nine times and on that thousandth one hit the one. But I mean, I you're not, you're not wrong in the fact that some people do marry for the wrong reasons, or like I've known people I've had buddies in the military that literally like got married just just to get married to have benefits or whatever, like it happens. But you know, who's to say? Hey, I... did something
0: happen with AEW?
2: Yes. Oh hell yeah! Uh, so uh, Hangman, not Hangman, Hangman oh. Adam Page. <laughs> Hangman Adam <I'm laughs> Page. I, I knew you'd appreciate that. That's nice. um, okay. Oh. Yep. Um, so Page and uh, Kenny Omega are the new AEW tag team champions. Um, and And from the looks of it, the, they're working on a really interesting little uh, angle with uh, with Paige where like I think he's just kind of like, hey let me let me shine on my own instead of like you know having the rest of the elite like always in my spotlight, even whenever it's like that you, you could see it in the post match interview and stuff like that they did not necessarily post match, but not immediately following the match, but they got to them like afterwards like Shivani was inter uh, interviewing him and uh, Kenny. And uh, uh, and then he like he kind of he was asking Paige a question. And then he kind of cut him off and like started asking Kenny something. You could see the disdain in Paige's face. And then they started talking to him again. And then in come the young bucks. And so it's, it, it's going to make for an interesting story angle. Um, so that between that, um, uh, that was like the, the big match that happened. Um, a, a really cool moment and this is a definitely a testament to being over was uh Jericho coming out and literally the whole crew singing the the lyrics to Judas which was awesome to hear and watch so my
3: wife got goosebumps during that time yeah she, I, she looked I still at me do. and she's oh yeah oh yeah for me yeah for, for for real me too like it was so fucking cool um but yeah, I so the the the, the Hangman page and uh, Omega thing uh, has been happening for like on and off for like the last like two months, where Paige is kind of like taking this like very heelish persona. Uh, he's like drinking more, and he's becoming like uh, uh, an angry drunk, <laughs> and um, he's because uh, he's, he's always got a drink in his hand now. How soon and, until um, he starts um, wearing
1: a wife beater? Oh God!
3: Uh, Hangman, Hangman, the dirty man, drunken uh, wife beater. <laughs> They, t- uh, they, ins- took tattles, they took my titles. They took my job. So, um, uh, Steve Boop, if you're listening, that one's for you, buddy. Um, <laughs> so, uh, the uh, like, and he's been planting like little seeds here and there. Like, okay, like yes, I'm buddies with them, but I'm trying to separate myself. I want to do my own thing, but it's like every time that like. <sighs> him and Kenny are like right there they're like hey man we're we're good buddies we're gonna be a good team like the bucks always show up and they like you know kind of ruin it for they, they kind of blow Kenny's spot and Omega's like oh come on hagman you know I, I didn't plan this or like you know at the uh, the interview uh like uh, like Tom said they, they did this wonderfully where they start like asking uh, Paige a question and then Tony like derails himself and asks Omega a question about his singles career and Pac. Which, a pack which just like enrages page even further um i, I you know they're this i'm is, sorry
2: this is... I'm, I'm sorry every every time if you say pack like i always like ju- i just hear justin roberts introducing him pack it's uh,
1: sorry. A ca- like it's like a it's like a cat trying to hack up a hairball pack yeah. pack,
3: pack and while we're <laughs> while, while we're on talking justin <laughs> roberts why does he keep calling him He's a bastard. No, he's not a bastard. He's the <laughs> bastard. There's a difference. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, the uh, the Jericho cruise like. Why does B keep calling him
1: Andrade? He's Andrade.
2: Or Cedric <laughs> Shut Alexander. You.
3: Shut up, both of you. I'm tired hey, of your mouth hey, running. Hey, what are the rules <laughs> for a strap match again? Look it up. <laughs> Look it up. I'm. The NWA created the strap match. They know. Look it up. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, I mean, I think that they're setting up a lot of really good stuff going down for the next couple of months at AEW. So I'm, I'm pretty psyched to see. Um, is it uh, is it Revolution? Yeah, it's Revolution, right? Yes. Um, I think I think that they're going to have some really good quality matches, and I think um, uh, Wardlow is debuting either this week or next week uh, I in think a steel this cage week. match with, with with Cody. So. That'll be that'll be a pretty pretty great, um, for sure.
2: I think I think hey, listen, that is this week because I thought it was supposed to be this previous week here, but that was the cruise week. So,
3: right.
0: Um, as far as things that are potentially coming down the line, Beef, you said something interesting earlier today in the chat about um, there potentially being a a swerve when it comes to who Charlotte Flair might be facing from her mm. rumble win uh and figure you know, she's either going after becky lynch or uh what's that other man lady uh, <laughs> bailey oh uh, yeah
1: she's like a more and more bailey. like a dude every time i every she time i see her despondent when she was coming down the ring it was like someone who it's like a kid who goes this is probably what it's like when an adult is mad she she it more doesn't and more, more and more china face every time i see her she's not believable as a heel
0: <laughs> oh my god that was great oh. she's got the china face going
2: oh she but... looks like she looks like mini china but that ass mm.
0: yeah I, I can't i can't i would i can't see past the bulldog uh, face
2: ditto i would what?
3: Um, but yeah, I mean, so, uh, rumor has it, and this is, uh, this is going to be after NXT airs tomorrow night, so, you know, uh, the egg could be on my face, but, uh, yeah, ru- rumor has it, uh, Uncle Dave reports that, uh, Charlotte's uh, going to show up tomorrow and, um, challenge, challenge, oh no, ever, uh, challenge Rhea Ripley, uh, for her, for, for the NXT title at WrestleMania, Ooh. which I think is fucking dynamite um i think i think charlotte and rhea ripley could have a really good match um i'm worried that charlotte could beat rhea ripley uh and become like an nxt regular which i think would kind of bug me a little bit because you know nxt is mine keep that fucking barbie the fucking plastic barbie out of this like she had Be- her time in nxt did you not slip- sing her praises in nxt no, I've no, I've never once sang Charlotte's uh, praises. I've sang Sasha's, Bailey's, Becky's, Oscar's, uh, uh, Ember Moon, uh, Kyrie's, Shayna Baszler. All of them in NXT were wonderful. Charlotte was just another person. Oh, so person. you're so you're saying Where you're bullying Charlotte Moon? Flair?
2: Is she still injured is she? again? Yeah,
3: she's she she has to be injured because otherwise she would have been in the Rumble uh, two nights ago. for sure. wait, I, uh, what?
2: When's the last time we saw Ember Moon? Was that uh, which pay per view was that? Was that? Summer it was Slam a while was ago.
3: Like... It, it may have been Summerslam for sure. Cause,
2: Cause she was gone for a while before then too. She was injured, and that, I guess she got re injured. I don't know.
3: Yeah, and, um, it, and it's, look, it's unfortunate.
0: I, I've got no qualms about Sasha Banks not being in the Rumble because I think she's a, a flaming turd in a shot glass. <laughs> uh, what what was her? What's her deal? Is she injured or is she pouting again? <laughs> <laughs> no, she's injured. Yeah, she's. Oh, good. She's oh injured. Good, um, stay, injured. Yeah. stay injured. stay injured. A get flaming... it by the way. Uh, wait. Just just, a quick,
2: just, just for uh, posterity's sake, and just you know, for information, like how, when did she get injured last? I didn't know.
3: Um, I, I think, I think it was in a match with Lacey Evans, and that's why they kind of dropped it and kind of moved on to Lacey Evans and Bailey um i think that that program probably got um greenlit a little bit quicker because of what happened with sasha i think it's a wrist injury i'm i'm not 100% on that but uh the thought was that she was going to be back for the rumble but then yeah i i guess, I guess even like up till saturday uh they were expecting her to be in but uh yeah you know game day oh. something what, different happens what... so
0: what did she do? Spraying her wrist from wiping her eyes from all the tears. Boo hoo hoo! Oh no, my wrist! I sprained my wrist wiping all my tears.
2: No no no! She was busy jerking off Makazi. Up up down down.
0: Well, you know what? Regardless of wow. what happens, I, when I when she comes <laughs> back, I really when she comes back, I really hope they pair her up with Nia Jack, so Nia can just squish
3: her and hurt her again.
1: Get her out. <laughs> Not just her. Speaking and
3: Tamina, her and Tamina. Speaking of NXT, um, I, 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 you know, I, I want to give credit where the credit is due. We always talk about rotting the hot hand and really rolling with the um, the wave of momentum that people have. And uh, the, a great example of that is with uh, Keith Lee this last episode, uh, beating Roddy Strong for the North American title. I, I'm betting that it probably that they probably didn't anticipate having him be the first one to lose. Uh, it, it makes sense, but um, I, I'm, I'm guessing it was probably to go a little bit longer, but I mean man, fucking Keith Lee is on a monster tear and if if, if in one year we're not talking about him doing something big at Wrestlemania I'll be shocked.
2: I, I'm not too surprised that they had Roderick Strong be the first one to, to lose it since the prophecy's been fulfilled. Um, I, I kind of think that was probably the uh the most logical choice because i feel like it i I hate to say it. i mean we we all love the undisputed era but if you had to pick a weak link of the undisputed era it's going to be roderick strong because adam cole's the total package uh you know
3: bobby fish can't stay healthy to walk down a fucking like mile roddy strong is nowhere near bobby fish is getting
1: super dumpy too
2: it, well, yeah, I was. I, was I would, say, you're not wrong, I would put
3: Fish. Roddy Strong half a step below Adam Cole, and it's not even that big of a half step.
2: You're hot, Kyle, Kyle. Kyle O'Reilly. Uh, bear with me, though. I mean, I don't disagree with you that Bobby Fish has definitely, you know, got the got the ouchies a, a lot more than uh, than Roderick Strong. But, um, th- but as far as like just being able to be that personality, like on the mic, and you know, get emotionally invested in them. I don't see that in Roderick Strong. I'm not nowhere near as emotionally invested in Roderick Strong with what he does in the ring or his promos uh, as I would be. At... Well, he can finish. He can let me
3: finish. He can carry a match like none other, man. No, I'm saying okay.
2: Who who are you more impressed with their in ring work, Kyle O'Reilly or Roderick Strong?
3: Roddy, hundred percent, Roddy. Really? Uh, after after Dude, after Roddy, that Roddy, one take, Roddy after Strong's that run, hold on. man.
2: Yeah, and so is Kyle O'Reilly. Remember whenever you said why did they this have Kyle fun. O'Reilly in that one ladder match so much? Because he's the fucking workhorse. You said it yourself in a previous podcast. How long ago? I mean, oh, come on. I think
3: I think I think I and 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 it's it's certainly a good debate to have. But I mean, Roddy Strong has had some incredible matches, like match after match after match after match. And I mean, honestly, they all have. <laughs> So I mean, not... when we're talking about who's better, I mean, we're talking about you know like fucking um, milliseconds between runner end times. But I right. mean, at the end of the day, I mean, I I think I I see a lot of like Chris Benoit and in in a good way and, and Kurt <laughs> and Roddy Strong. That, um, what I what that, I'm saying is, I'm not, is, another one. You know,
2: I'm not uh, I'm not denying Roderick Strong's in ring ability. What I'm saying is is. I feel just from watching a match and their mannerisms <laughs> and then you start factoring in promo skills and stuff like that, I feel more entertained by Kyle O'Reilly than I do uh, Roderick Strong. Bobby Fish, it's hard to tell. I, you don't get a whole lot out of him. He's kind of – he kind of plays it a little bit close to the vest, I feel like as far as – He's the straight the man. Mic. yeah. He's he's, he's the yeah, straight he's, man on the mic. He's straight, but, exactly. But, he's the Billy Gunn. But I bet you if you if you let him kind of turn loose, I bet you he'd he'd probably be, you know, pretty damn entertaining. But obviously Adam Cole is the one head and shoulders above everybody else there. All I'm saying is when it comes down to it, when you're looking at total package overall of you know in-ring work, promo skills, and stuff like that, I feel it made sense to have Roderick Strong be the first one to lose because it's an easy out for them to like, if they're going to oust somebody of the era or they're going to have somebody like if they're going to give somebody a quote unquote face turn, since they are a heel faction, it makes sense to try to do it with Roderick strong. Maybe they will try to, you know, uh, make me eat my words here and get me emotionally invested in, in a storyline with him. The last, the last time I was, semi-emotionally invested with Roderick Strong was whenever it was him and Bobby Roode feuding, and they kind of started bringing in the family. Because anytime you bring in somebody's family, obviously, you're going to get people emotionally invested that way. Everybody's got a family, so I mean...
3: Oh. You're Rick Flair, you
2: have a family uh, all right
1: well anyway oh. so fellas what do you say um with with that fun little uh trivia nugget the beef throughout what do you say we go on over to some hot tag trivia champ you want to thank our sponsors including yourself
2: i will actually uh yeah. we want to thank mr sean tischler and all his work that he does bringing iwc uh to all the clear up there in Central PA, Thanks. Uh, you can you <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> uh, you can check out uh, Sean Tischler's uh, Facebook page. The uh, group page is IWC Clearfield, so go check that out uh, and keep up up to date with when and where uh, you know exactly IWC will be coming through the Clearfield area. And even though they're not technically a sponsor for us, go check out IWC, the International Wrestling Cartel, not the Internet Wrestling Community, just to clarify. But Uh, Go check them out. They put on an amazing show. They just had a really great show with uh, the Reloaded show not long ago here. And I got to say, they were very, uh, very quick to respond to what happened. Um, Just a quick aside. They had issues with their website. Basically, they got so overloaded it crashed. Uh, So they've now since then made the necessary upgrade. So hopefully it won't happen again. But what they did since it crashed, and at first people that ordered the pay-per-view like myself, uh, you know, couldn't get it at first. Um, Justin Plummer ended up making the decision to just put it on Facebook live for free for everybody. Um, and I had made a comment saying, oh, wow, you know, I actually got this up and running and, you know, I, I paid for it just before you guys released it for free. And they actually refunded me my uh, my cost of the pay-per-view. So kudos to them. Good wow. company. Good, yeah. good guys. Good guys. Um, and then we also want to thank... Me, (laughs) I always feel weird thanking myself. So, Poot, why don't you uh, why don't you do it? Why don't you thank me instead? Yeah, why don't you thank me instead of me thanking
3: everybody? Grovel at my feet, for I am your champion, your king. My glory,
2: I am your steel city savior, the solo, no, undisputed.
3: Ask in his
2: glory. Thank you. Yep. Uh, it was a very hard-fought victory, by the way. But, anywho,
1: yeah,
2: <laughs> it was. All right,
1: you won we that were, on we the were... back
2: of beef. Let's be clear, I I won that because I did not pick CM Punk. That's why.
0: All right, look, I've had enough of this. I'm gonna thank the sponsor. <laughs> Ready, casual gaming dad, go find them. Great job, as always. Go, Tom.
2: I expected nothing less or nothing more from Ransom. Thank you.
0: Well, you should always expect less from me because that way you just won't be disappointed. Um, (laughs) I had a hot tag trivia last week for Beef that I tried to get in, but uh, the Screw Beef 2020 took over the bulk of the podcast. (laughs) So
1: um,
0: I don't care what the order is, but I I have a question for Beef.
1: I want
2: Ransom. Damn it. Um, So who do I? I'll
3: take Tom and Tom will take Putin.
2: Okay, uh, I gotta I gotta look mine up to clarify. I have um, one in mind. I got so.
1: mine. I got mine here, locked and loaded, and ready to go. Go for it. All cool. right, roll out. So, Adam, uh, all I thought about right after what? I had K-f- break. Whoa, K-f- K-f- break.
3: Whoa. break on the man's birthday, no less. How dare you? Damn I it. don't
1: want to hear it from you. <laughs> Shut that shit down. I don't want to hear it from you at all, Beef. I have numerous recordings of you fucking up. <laughs> all right. So you calm down over there. I also oh, I noticed you throwing out all the ten dollar words earlier in this podcast. Good job.
2: Oh. You it can only go down from there. Yeah. Oh. Slowly discounting
1: them. Nine ninety five, eight <laughs> forty <laughs> three. Five dollars, two cents. Tree fitty. Tree fitty. Tree fitty.
3: Tree fitty. Um put me for me, tree fitty. All right shut the hell up baby. Ran-
1: ransom yeah all right <laughs> so whenever I was watching the rumble in in the the end the end death rattle of my sickness that I had going oh. on uh whenever we heard the infamous you think you know me after I got over the like I I was flashback to like 15 14 15 year old poot and like going oh, it's edge and like having my moment the first thing the first person i thought of was you
3: because yes. i was like
1: oh ransom is freaking out he is oh, freaking yeah. out right now like he's so hyped so this question is for you it's a two parter so in honor of you oh. um so mr edge or adam copeland okay he uh, he's been wrestling for a good long time before his retirement in 2011 now his return in 2020 ransom what was and this is part one this is a little bit of a softball what was adam copeland's in ring name when he first debuted sexton hardcastle sexton hardcastle good job now on what day and year did he debut? Jesus. He made when did he have his first in professional wrestling in-ring debut? Is that
0: ever or is that in WWE? Ever. Oh for frick's sake, you want what? Damn, I, I gave you
1: the softball.
0: You All right. You want the day and the year? Yes. Oh, Lord, I have will mercy say out. this.
1: It's very appropriate what day he debuted.
0: Hold on. Wait a minute now. Your hints always have some sort of deep meaning to them.
4: <laughs>
0: um, I think I remember watching in his video. He debuted in 1992. You got the year. And I don't know if I'm right on this, but your your hint really your your hint makes me think of it. I don't know what day of the week it is, but I think he debuted on a holiday. I think he
1: debuted on Canada Day. You are one hundred percent correct. Is that right? It I was, have no idea
0: what day of the week that is. That would be July
1: first, nineteen ninety two at Monarch Park Stadium in Toronto.
0: Nice. When Damn. Sexton
1: Hardcastle walked through those curtains. I love me some edge, man. Good, good job, Ransom. I'm proud of you. My daughter calls him Edgy Pooh. Oh, <laughs> oh my god, my heart. Because where she after, got after, that the r- from. after what? I said, I wonder where she got that from. After Probably your Rumble, father's uh, name,
0: Edgy Pooh. Yeah, after the Rumble, we, I, I, I went back on Monday because I was off on Monday. I went back. I was watching some edge matches and she kept asking who's that guy who's that guy who's that guy I said oh that's that I kept pointing him out I'm like that's Edge that's Edge and she went oh Edgy Poo I'm like that's it that's Edgy Poo love that's me so much
1: the best somewhere Beth Phoenix right. is like that's what I call him oh she's the
0: best she's the best combination of terrifying and gorgeous uh you may or may not get this. I, I, I'm willing to bet that you will, just because you seem to to have the histories um, histories down pretty good. Um, there have been a lot of triple crown winners in the WWE. Ah. Um, the triple crown. Uh oh, maybe not. Um, so for this triple crown, it's going to be the WWF slash WWE tag team and intercontinental. So okay. this will be before any sort of brand splitting. So the OG, um, okay. Yeah, so this is OG Triple Crown. Name for me the OG Triple Crown winners.
4: <clears throat>
0: is it, hello, are we
3: on? Yeah, I'm, no, I'm, 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 I'm thinking to myself.
0: To uh, okay. make sure. Um,
3: no, you're good. fuck I want to say that Bret Hart was the first uh Michaels for sure to diesel because he held every single title in a year um I'll give you
0: the number it's 9 there are 9 of
3: them 9 okay so Hart Michaels Diesel all of those are I'm 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 100% sure on um Hogan I don't think was ever IC champ Warrior I don't think was ever tag team champ um uh, Macho Man. Macho Man was all three. Um, four. DiBiase was never technically champion, or was he? Intercontinental champion either. Um. Was Andre? No, not Andre. Um. And so our. Let me let me ask this of you then. Yes. So so we're not talking. Yes. Uh, so we're not talking. <laughs> so so we're not talking anybody after like the European. So like Austin, The Rock, Triple H, none of those guys because they're all like quote unquote Grand Slam. You're talking about Triple Crown before the European title. So like all of those the guys that came after would not qualify, right?
0: Yeah, European title was not factored into the Triple Crown. It is. WWF, okay, so, WWE, Intercontinental, and Tag.
3: So basically, the the people before that, okay. Um, because, I, like I said, I, I know that Rock, Austin, Triple H, all of those guys would be, and, you know, now, you know, fucking Rollins, Reigns, uh, Dan, Dan Ambrose, fucking half the damn roster. Um, yeah, none, none
0: after any sort of okay. brand splitting.
3: Okay. So, yes, certainly, um, Michaels, Hart, Diesel, Savage, um, trying to think when The Rock and Austin and Triple H would have got in there because that's that's fuck. You know what? I'll say it uh, Austin, Triple H, and um. And the rock as well, so that's seven. Um, trying to think of like the old, old, old heads. Um, because a lot of time a lot of those old guys were like mid carters for life, like you know, Roddy Piper. Um, or, like, the fucking dragon, Ricky Steamboat. Um, I, I don't know. So, so, so I'll, I'll say those seven. Uh, Hart, Michaels, Diesel, um, Savage, uh, Triple H, Austin, The Rock, and I don't know who else.
0: So, from the list I'm looking at, Savage is not on it.
3: He should be, because he was definitely Intercontinental Champion, tag team champion and heavyweight champion. He was
0: Who was uh, who was he a tag champ with?
3: Hogan The Mega Powers or wait. The Mega were Powers they tag champs? Have never been champions. I don't think they were. I, I don't I, think I I they stand were. Corrected. Yep, I, I stand corrected.
0: Okay, so you've got Hart, Diesel, Michaels, Austin, Rock, Triple H. Right? Yep. Yep. So left off that list is Kane. Oh. Um, he was WWF champion June 28, 1998. Tag champ with Mankind in 1998. And Intercontinental champion in 2001. Yep. Chris Jericho, who was yeah. in December 2001, was the champion. Tag champions with Chris Benoit in 2001 and Intercontinental in 99.
4: Yeah, the very last about one. That,
3: but mm. I'm like, I, 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 I don't, I, 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 I didn't know where the cutoff was because you know, Angle's in there. Angle would have been in there too, and I think Benoit would have been in there too. So yeah, that's that's. But go on. Sorry. Um,
0: Angle was a tag champ with Benoit after the
3: brand split. Okay, so after brand split. Okay. Uh,
0: the last one that you're missing was an oldie, Pedro Morales. Oh, no kidding. Wow. 90, uh, 97. No, I'm sorry. 71. Pedro, Na- Pedro Morales? 1971. Yeah. Pedro Morales, he was the champion in 71. Tag champions with Bob Backlund in 1980. And also Intercontinental champion in
3: 1980. Huh. Well, there you go. I I knew there would probably be one old guy slip past me because, you know, those, I, I don't think I've ever seen a Pedro Morales match in my life. God, God help me. No,
0: I haven't either. Yeah.
3: So, uh, okay. Oh, who is C? Who is that champ by C? Rhetorical Mm. question, but they all know the answer. Double T. All right, Tiger Bomb. This one's for you, buddy. All right. So, uh, this is probably going to be my last Rumble question since we are on the road to WrestleMania. Uh, But um, we often, so the Royal Rumble is a, Uh, is a huge deal, uh, the match itself, the matches themselves, um, because obviously it it, it kind of lays the groundwork for what we're going to see at WrestleMania. So that said, uh, the Rumble match itself has not always been in the limelight. In fact, it began as uh, as an undercard match to a a two out of three falls tag team match at the first Royal Rumble event. My question to you, Tom, is uh, there was a time... In which back-to-back years it was not the main event. What were those two years that they, now, there? Now there have been other years, but there but there are two years back-to-back where it was not the main event. I want those two years, and then um, like, there, there's a second part to this question as well. Uh,
2: I have no idea because I I want to say I want to say I do remember one of the years. It, it was within the last. Was it within the last five years? Can you give me mm, that? I,
3: well, again, I'm I'm looking for two years back to back that it was not made of. Yeah, I I,
2: I I get that, but no, I'm saying so,
3: so. I will I will tell you that it has not been within the last uh, five years. No.
2: Okay, because because I could have swore there was a time. I could have swore that one of them. Happened like in semi recent history, like around the last five years, where I was like, that. That it wasn't the main event, and I was, like, kind of pissed off about it. Um, but that could have been one that happened, but just not back-to-back. So, uh, back-to-back. Um, I hate it when they do that, by the way. Yeah, that they don't put the... Yeah, I, I agree.
0: It's the name of the damn pay-per-view, and you don't have that match as the last match? That's stupid.
2: Do you, Do you by chance, do you happen to... I'm... I'm not asking for a hint, but do you have the other years where it was not the main event? Just kind of sitting uh, there in front of
3: you. Vaguely, no. I'd 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 have to scan back through Wikipedia, okay. but but I, but I have I have, I have I have I have decent ideas because there it it's it literally only happened about four or five times. So okay,
2: um, but one of the times was definitely within recent memory. I know that. Um, I'm just gonna take a stab in the bar, stab in the dark and say 2003 and four because I have no idea.
3: Nope, it was eighty nine ninety. Nope, it was ninety six and ninety seven. Uh, okay. Michael's second year and Austin's first year. Okay. Uh, I, ironic, because those are both big, uh, big, big events. Now, the second part of this question is: there was a point uh, in in the Royal Rumble's history, uh, in recent memory, where it wasn't just the undercard; it was straight up two matches before the main event. What was that year?
2: That year, I feel like that was the one I'm thinking of. And I'm going to say that was... Oh, shit. Hold on. 2016?
3: It was not. Okay. It was 2006... Oh. Uh, that was the that was that was the year that Rey Mysterio won. That was the fifth match on the card, followed by John Cena versus Edge and Kurt Angle versus Mark Henry. And okay, Angle though. versus Mark Henry was the fucking main event. Okay, that's so dumb. I, I hate it when they do that.
2: Yeah, I, I don't I don't enjoy that either. And I and I yeah, I, that's a whole other tangent that I could get on my soapbox about. But instead, I'm gonna go ahead and ask Poot probably what will be my last Rumble question for all this stuff for now. So you ready? Let's do it. All right. So uh, we've been sitting here and singing all the praises of uh, how great the, how great a match the Royal Rumble was and how great the men's Royal Rumble was. Sure. And okay. But uh, my question to you is about the women's Royal Rumble, and this might be a softball. Uh, It's a two-parter. First of all, uh, what woman holds the record for the longest time spent in the Royal Rumble?
1: Um... I, I, I immediately had an idea jump in my head. Um Go with your gut. I, I, I'm trying. It's ample and it usually leads me right. I wanna say Carmella. <laughs> that's my initial reaction is Carmella. Um I don't I don't know if that's right though, because I thought the first
3: tom are you talking cumulative time
2: no oh
1: uh, you're just I'm talking,
3: talking like, like
1: one like oh, who like right now is top dog
2: in in one in a single royal rumble who holds the record for the longest time spent in the rumble
1: oh boy um Didn't they just mention this on a, on a raw recently? Probably. I thought they mentioned this or they mentioned it in promos Okay. So Carmela was my first one because wasn't, wasn't the first year that that she did it wasn't (sighs) fuck. Okay, well, I gotta, I gotta think of something else because I'm not 100% sure on that. I thought they were pushing the shit out of her for the first one. Um, who else was there? Well, they wouldn't have given it to to like a legacy like like, uh, K- Kelly Kelly or some fucking nonsense like that. Um. <laughs> Certainly not like Kelly Kelly, for sure. <laughs> um, The other two that are popping in my head are ember Moon and Natalia Natalia just because she's you know she's really respected and she's the one I swear God I don't those are those are my three well I need one <laughs> oh, fuck um I, I'm gonna go oh I'm gonna go with Natty. We'll say
2: Natty. Yep. Oh, was it Natty? Yep. Fuck. Okay. Now, now here's your question. All How right. long does she last?
1: Oh fuck. Tom. Like that's the thing, <laughs> it's like that's this... my name. <laughs> These stats, I like Tom's just Tom's sitting on his, his fucking like toilet that boy? with his with his fucking fake ass belt. Um
2: Let's see. It's still better looking than that phone piece of shit. Yeah, but it's Whoa! not.
1: It's not the legacy belt. It sucks. It's kind of like the intercontinental belt wasn't the intercontinental belt until it was brought back to the original design. So, just throwing that out there. Hey, <laughs>
2: hey! Whenever you want to FedEx it to me, I'll gladly take it and wear it.
1: Fun, <laughs> funny, funny enough. Uh, even though the original one is the spinner belt, yours is the spinner belt of the title so far. So, um,
2: oh my. Uh, just. Fe- Anytime you're ready, FedEx it over to me. But uh, but b- before you do that, let me know how long Natty stayed in the Rumble for.
1: Man, I'm going to tell you, Pride Ghost before the fall, Tom. You better be careful. Um, <laughs> Three
2: hours. <laughs> be followed alone. by a live sex celebration.
1: Like, <laughs> oh, we're going to get another one of those now that, that Edge is back. Um, What's that? We're going to get another one of those now that Edge is back. Yes, um, sir. Geriatric oh. sex celebration.
2: Oh, um, oh no! Um, hopefully, hopefully he doesn't split Batson open this time. I'm gonna go with Easy. like.
1: I'm gonna go with like, like forty. How specific do you want?
2: Uh, I don't know. Give me what you got.
1: Ballpark. I'll... I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say forty nine minutes.
2: Nope. Fifty six oh one.
1: Oh fuck! I'm yep. Fifty six oh one. So,
2: listen. Good question. Though, Good
1: question. Good Thank question. You.
0: Interesting tidbit of information. I think that uh, you three would, would enjoy this. Um, speaking of Carmella, um, she was in the two thousand four Diva Search.
2: Do you remember oh, Car- that, Carmella? The, isn't that the one that Maria won?
0: Uh, no, that's the one that Hemi won. Okay. Holler if you so, Hemi. So they did a they did a um, they did a segment called Dis the Diva" in this Diva Search. Yeah, and this was on this was on live TV, mind you, live TV. During the "Dis the Diva" contest, Hemi said the following about Carmella. She called Carmella on live TV a cum burping gutter slut. <laughs> wow!
2: <laughs>
0: Christine wow. Hemi said that oh, on live TV
2: and won. That's uh, kind won of won the ironic. Diva
0: Search contest. Come burping. Oh,
2: I mean, if there's anybody that was a come burping gutter slut, I think Christy Hemi probably has a closer, closer niche to that name that's, of the title. That's, than
1: that. that's what we call in the business projecting. <laughs> that's I just thought
0: that that was an interesting little thing. Like, holy crap, you said that on live TV, and not only were you not punished, you won.
2: Well, Except I mean, I mean, Vince McMahon did drop the n word, so I mean, there's that.
3: That was on pay per view, though, so. Yeah. Still.
2: Still.
1: Fuck. Hogan, we're coming for... Oh, oh, oh
2: boy, well. So, yeah.
1: Guys, we are getting long in the tooth here. What do you say we wrap this up in a nice little burrito?
2: Sure thing. Burrito time. Ooh. All right. Well, uh, I guess I'll take it home since we already thanked the sponsors. There's no need to do it again. So, uh as always, guys, don't forget, if you have any Stump the Chumps questions for us, we promise we'll start getting back to them here in the next week. But when you have a heavy-loaded show like the Royal Rumble stuff and all the wrap up it's hard to it's hard to get that all in but mid card maniac and if anybody actually decides to anybody else decides to send us anything uh hit us up at pittsburgh Powdriver podcast at gmail.com don't forget to check us out on facebook and youtube uh you can also listen to us on anchor on spotify and on the google podcast apps uh you can tweet us at pit but i won't answer you because i'm not on the twat machine uh so the other three Jamokes are but uh beef the legends lovely wife the Bella the brawl uh, is running our Instagram so uh, you can always hit us up on the Instagram and follow us there too Pittsburgh Driver Podcast um, and uh, on behalf of the other fellas here I just want to say thank you guys for tuning in tonight on behalf of Beef the Legend on behalf of Poot the Bad and Bell. Mr. Alec Ransom who is celebrating his birthday today With a live sex celebration, I bet. This is your reigning, defending, undisputed, choose weight champion, Tiger Bomb Tom saying, have a good night, folks.
3: Motherfucker. (laughs) Happy birthday Uh, to you. Cut. Happy birthday to you. No. Happy birthday,
0: dear Ransom. I don't want this in the show.
1: Happy birthday to you! I kneecap
0: you, you piece of shit.
1: All that did was make me regret music ever existing. (laughs) All right, put that at the end. I'm doing the thing. All right.
4: cocksucker.